Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Keeping It Real with Caramel. As we say 100, I have the lovely Lisa on the line. How are you, Lisa? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And how are you? <laughs> I am great. I'm great. I'm talking to a wonderful lady. So I know I'm doing great right now. Thank you so much. Right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I want to start off by letting people know this a little bit about you, like where you're from and just a fun fact that no one knows about you. Oh, sure. Okay. So, um, I am born in Montreal, Canada, Montreal, Quebec, which is in Canada, but I was raised in New York City. So that's a fun fact. Maybe nobody oh, wow. Knows. But I have lots of fun facts because I've had a weird life, but I don't know. <laughs> oh I think we all did. Uh, we all had a, uh, so I, I, you know, I know I had a weird life. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. So yeah. I know that you have a couple things going on with yourself, and I know that you have a um, a book, Miss Benita and Friends. Yes. And it's the case of the girl who had to be perfectly perfect. Yes. And so tell me about that book. Well, it's part of, um, I have a children's series. So there's um, lots of books under that title. And it's basically, you know, Miss Bonita and friends, they go on adventures, uh, magical adventures around the world, helping kids solve their problems. And the kind of problems they solve, um, you know, like in a lot of shows, they're solving like, you know, I guess magic school bus, it's like math mm-hmm. or science or those kind of right. But this is more, these are emotional problems like uh, bullying or, you know, if the parents are fighting or getting a divorce or like we go there, you know, loss, grief, changing schools, like, and, and really, you know, subjects that are very challenging and very painful and, um, but so there's lots of magic fun and adventure you know which makes it like um the kids you know (laughs) they kids they like it so it sounds like really morbid and depressing (laughs) but it's um it's you know at first it is like the kids get emotional because miss brita gets this letter in her magical letter box and so um you know it's done in a way I started the series really, you know, I always say it came from my broken heart and I was writing for the brokenhearted. So, you know, I know that there are um, parents or children who might not be dealing with loss or grief. So that book might not be interesting for them, you know, but generally speaking, um, when the kids, when, especially when they get it in a classroom, what happens like in a group setting the kids most of the kids have experienced some type of loss whether it was a pet or you know right yeah right or changing or disappointment or changing schools or whatever it is and the other kids they learn how to be you know good listeners good support um they they see in the story what it's like it's okay not to have the words you know just like adults not to know what to say when someone is going through grief and learning what to say or how to be a good listener or support so um 
that's really what the series is all about you know for me it's all about the fun and adventure because i want to entertain and 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 really make kids have fun and be happy but um right. but you know it's it's through dealing with those things that's that that's what miss bonita does you know so she's she's really taking me on her adventures so i just have to oh, that's- yeah i just have to bring it serve it to the kids in a way that you know <laughs> right right that they can they can understand it and yes. and um and, and comprehend it and i know when i when i read the the title who have who had to be perfectly perfect um the word perfectly perfect yeah. um i was like you know i was thinking that maybe it was the girl that has she wants to be super perfect mm-hmm. about everything yes and that's what i um got out of it uh, perfectly perfect means that she has she had to be that perfect one mm-hmm. she wanted to be perfectly perfect for everybody right well so that this book was um it's very special because what we we were sort of asked i mean we did a world tour and we saw like we were really well received and you know all kinds of people were interested you know like um from all walks of life and and right. we we had attended conferences and there was presidents there and and royal people there and celebrities and everyone it wasn't just like a children's cause you know it was something mm-hmm. like everyone could relate to cuz everyone remembers being a kid and having gone through something you know so um we st- because I'm in Canada I did the first uh book in this special series it's special edition um and it's inspired by the honorable Dr. Jean Augustine so this is a woman i mean i don't know how to describe her i would say she's like the Dr. Martin Luther King of Canada you know she's an extraordinary oh, wow. oh yeah she's she's a trailblazer she was the first um black woman to be voted into parliament uh Canadian parliament in uh 1996 or 1995 oops i forget exactly which day now <laughs> but um, right if you see the picture of her it is a sea of people mostly men you know and here you have Dr. Honorable Jean just right there you know in the back row like <laughs> oh yeah i was going to ask you about that i was going to ask you because you partnered up with her yes. um and i was going to ask you how did that go oh but as you's talking about it now yes. i know it went really really well oh my god you know yeah i'm and yeah i can tell and you also um co-written this book by Suzanne Coy right yes and so how did this happen how did y'all start writing together so so Suzanne and i um we've been we started our relationship maybe like uh I moved to Toronto and she was my first friend she was my daughter's um she's a very well-known Canadian actor and um mm-hmm. talent manager and she's just ex- an extraordinary talent here in Canada and she's on all if you watch Netflix you'll see her in everything you know so I met her uh when she was my daughter's professor at the film and television school of Toronto um and we just you know i just like 
poured out my heart. I was a single mother at the time and I was just falling apart. <laughs> I was in like total crisis and I was just like, I can't, I won't make it here alone. Like I, I came to Toronto um, in crisis. You know, I was, I left Montreal to, to save, you know, the rest of just me and my right. daughters yeah and it was like really difficult I didn't know anybody here I didn't have any money I didn't know where to begin it was like it was hard and I, I my daughter always dreamed of being in the business as an actor or you know she loves anything to do with um, she's now a director and a producer and a writer and an artist she's incredible and she was uh, Suzanne's student and she Suzanne wanted her to do all kinds of things and I just like I said to her, I, how, how, <laughs> how, like, I, right. can barely, how can, I don't know if right. I'm going to be alive tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. Like, are you, like, what is, so I poured out my heart to her and she just, that was it. She made it her mission from then on. She mentored my daughter, took her under her wing and just has become, um, she started off for me as a good friend and inspiration. And then I casted her when the series um, evolved into like a TV spinoff. Um, she she plays the part Mema the Mystique in the series. Okay. Yeah, and and for the live show as well. And um, because for her, it's it's again she couldn't. I think she got hooked when we did our live shows. She couldn't believe you know just being surrounded by hundreds of kids and and asking her teach us teach us meme your wisdom and how do i deal with anger and Aww. she came undone after that she was hooked and she just con con you know continuously commits herself to the project so um she knew dr jean augustine i think they are um their friends and she is a huge admirer okay. of her as well and i told her about my global project and we're talking to, I mean, you know, like big, big names around the world, uh, Nobel Peace Prize winners, the UN, the president, and they all, they're interested. They want to do a book, right? And she said, right. She said, well, I have my friend and uh, this woman I admire. She told me all about her. And, you know, the, the sit, there's parks named after her and schools named after her. Oh my god, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I said, isn't that incredible? My daughter's school, high school is named after her. And I bet nobody knows. Oh wow. Yeah. And they don't know who she is, you know. And <laughs> and so I got like really nervous. I started to research her and I was like completely overwhelmed. Um and it a few months later is Black History Month. And so I said, you know, well, okay, so this was, that's how the book, but so we met Dr. Honorable Jean Augustine. I can just call her Dr. Jean at this point, <laughs> like <laughs> months before. And um, we offered to do a show for her. She has a center for young women's empowerment. And we offered to do a wow. show and then COVID hit. So we had to do a Zoom and I had never done our live show in a zoom version so i was so nervous i was like oh my god are the kids gonna like it you know i mean our show is a hit live, right but zoom is a whole other thing and why like, right, a different yeah, yeah and, and scenario then, you know, it's already the adults are boring 
never mind putting kids like I just was really really nervous so we did um, a show for her center and they loved it the kids loved it and Dr. Jean loved it and the staff loved it Uh, the board of directors loved it so we were so excited and she really wanted to help us and support us oh oh yeah and and for a lot of reasons I think first because most of the team we're all women and um, she's all about women's empowerment and young girls empowerment and also we're very um, you know in Canada she so I'll tell you a bit about her Uh, Dr. Augustine uh, basically pioneered um, she trailblazed and had um, she if it wasn't for her she had it voted in that uh, in the parliament that February would be recognized as Black History Month in Canada and this is oh wow that's something very huge it's very huge because Canadians tend to be just complacent about everything and um, she single-handedly did it she spearheaded it she did it there's no doubt and um, it's it was the 25th anniversary this year and and Mm -hmm. then that's when I said you know why not start like she we already had a relationship with her and she liked you know she liked the book she liked the initiative and the program and um she liked that it was inclusive and diverse but she wanted to see more you know so she's okay. very yeah. yeah she's she's amazing so um we said okay i proposed the idea of the book to her i said how about you know little jean miss bonita and friends help little jean solve a problem you know something that little jean had and um so I spent a few hours with her like we talked about her childhood and her life and I picked up on some things you know that's my job right you know <laughs> and then right I, yes exactly Bonita, she said I actually did help a girl you know just like Jean and an island far far away you know it's so sad. so she so we were all on board with it <laughs> and, and it's, you know what it's yeah. down it sounds so good, Lisa, that you are being like super blessed with all these great people surrounding oh, yes. you. And that is a blessing um, for itself. And it seems like you're having a very good time doing what you love to do, you oh, know. Sure. And um, I want to know, um, why do you decide to write children books? Uh, I think... Um... You know, I've always, it's like, you know how you have a thing since you're born, like, uh, you love chocolate, or you love, uh, you love, you know, the water, or you love, like, everyone has this thing. Right. Like, I yeah, always right. loved kids, like, from my earliest okay. memory. Um, and I've always struggled, because if you ask me how old I am, like, honestly, I feel like nine you know like six it's so hard for me to be grown up it's so hard you know so like you know I I don't think you're by yourself on that because when people ask me I'd be like well I feel like I'm this is my shoe size but at the the same time um I don't um it's not that I'm afraid to grow up 
it's just like I love having fun you know I love the fun things in life instead of being so serious all the time you know and I think that people when they grow up or become an adult they lose that that fun spark that you had when you was a kid absolutely and I don't want to lose that part of me because I know that I'm adult and I know my responsibilities, but at the same time, I still want to be a big kid. Right. I still want to do the same thing that I did before. I don't want to change who I am. And I think that adults has a tendency to do that. They tend to change. Oh, now I'm an adult. I can't do this and I can't do that. And I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. You know yeah, what I mean? I think like aging is almost like a disease and it's not just a physical disease because the body ages and what is aging? It's It starts to die, right? You stop producing right. hormones or cells. Your cells slowly like think about what aging is on a physical <laughs> level. Your cells are dying they're growing old and so physically aging means you're dying so I never ever want to age you know ever like so if my physical body has to or is for whatever reason but my spirit my heart the rest of me that's you know that's different than being um responsible so we have responsibilities but we confuse that right Right. with aging where uh, you know that it's just like what you're saying it takes the fun or the joy or the you know like I just I look at kids and everything is new and it's like this world this world is huge there's billions of people there's so much to do how could we not wake up every day not having that same as a child that desire that you know like I want to run I want to play I want to read I want to you know so maybe we're not playing with Legos but why aren't we playing you know why aren't we and I, I, I totally agree with that I totally agree with that and that was my next question to you my next question was what is your reason why when you get up in the morning and you sit in bed and you before you put your feet on the floor why do you get up every morning to do what you do? Uh, well, <laughs> when I'm when I'm when I'm <laughs> when I'm aging, <laughs> when I when I'm like succumb to the disease, you know, I get up and I'm like, oh, I gotta go to work. That's, that's usually the days I have to do the stuff I don't like. You know, like the the administrative right. stuff, the paper stuff, the yucky stuff. I call it the yucky stuff, the grown up stuff. Um, but hopefully, thankfully, most of the time, you know, I try not to think of it that way. You know what I mean? But it, it is what it is. But yeah. I jump out of bed. Um, I actually never put my feet on. I hop off. <laughs> I hop out. <laughs> and um, anything to do with with this, with this project, with Mission Bonita, Miss Bonita and Friends, um, it's, it's a creative expression. Um, it's it's like it becomes addictive that you know like um you know there's that philosophical debate do you help others because it makes you feel good or because you genuinely want to help others honestly i don't i don't know i can't i guess it's because i think it's it's obvious (laughs) because it makes me feel good you know what i mean but i also do it on days when i don't feel like doing it 
obviously like which is a lot of the time because of so much around it like the you know in order to get something done um it's it's important to love the process so for the most part i really do i try to make everything enjoyable right. but you know there's always stuff that uh you don't feel like doing you know so yeah i mean that's yeah. true that's true sometimes you just like okay here right. i go um but you do it because you enjoy it and that's understandable so what is your next project like what else you have well, going on so um we have in the Canadian series, we have other books coming out um, with other great leaders and, you know, people that are known. So it's exciting in terms of the book series. We're also um, introducing a teacher's guide. Um, we were asked to by the Teachers Association because they love, they really, they're looking for for this, you know, for content that they can use in the classroom. Um, so we have our our videos. Uh, we have lots of material, so the videos and the books. So we broke it down in a way that teachers can use it. And from that, I'm going to create, you know, like an adult guide, like a parent guide or just an anti-guide. You know, I don't know how to describe it. Just right, like, yeah. Because the books, like in themselves, you can just give it. Honestly, you can. Let's say you're an aunt and your sister's going through a divorce and you there's one of the books um, that deals with like divorce and adult conflict and but it deals with so much more you know and you just give it to your niece or nephew and they could sit and have the book and just love the characters there's healing that comes from the characters there's tools in there that teach the child literally how to make themselves feel good and it does talk about you know, because the characters, the parents are going through a divorce. And so it could be indirect. It could be direct depending on the kid. You know, some kids just won't get it. Right. And it yeah. doesn't matter because they're going to get something out of it. And if you can't, like a lot of adults, they just don't know what to say. And they don't know how to say or some think they do, you know. And so this is and, and you're yeah. right so this is a support this is like it'll either help you or you can literally if you just don't know how to even approach it you know it can just it can it's it's a help it's a, it's like um and yeah it's a guide it's, it's basically a guide guiding you how to do it um how to you know become a parent or how to your kids and um like you said some don't know how to well, you know what i'm saying and i thought you know and here i am look what i went through and i have an edu my background is as in social work and psychology and education and like i'm sorry right. you know i listened to these experts and when i was before i went through my crisis I used to nod my head and be like, yep, she's right. Yep, exactly. I'm doing that. And look at my way. Watch ladies line up, watch and learn, you know? And and it's so I'm laughing about it now, but believe me, I was crying because it's hard when you're when you're up there. Like I had people coming to me. Literally, you know, you could ask my ex-husband. We actually laugh about it now. But then it wasn't funny. How do you guys do it? Oh my God, you're the perfect family. And honestly, I really believed it, right? And, and I listened right. to these experts yeah. and I was doing everything they said, everything. I'm sorry, you know? And 
So people say, you know, when they're watching your movie and it's like they're having popcorn and commenting on your life, they're like, huh, now look what, you know, oh, she, oh, I'm married to her. Oh, I totally get him. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what the hell is happening here? exactly exactly (laughs) um i don't sometimes i believe like you know you have to experience your own own journey and own life because i mean to me i mean experts are experts and they only know so much in your relationship they don't know the full detail of your relationship but they only know the outskirts of your relationship what they see and what you tell them yeah so basically they're going off of what you're telling them and to try to make it work, but they don't see the full impact or what's inside the relationship. So they, so experts really is take taking the the outer layer. They're not going on the right. inner layer of the relationship. Even you that, know, yeah, and I agree. Yes. So I, I mean, it, it, I, it's it's hard. Every like seems sometimes I think life is very hard but it's just how you deal with everything that comes yes. your way you know you have to take the good with the bad 100%. as they say right 100%. and it's like I don't know if I want to yeah. take this all this badness well you sometimes know? you don't have but a choice that, right? things are served so exactly like, like exactly I certainly would not have been on board I for me it was very unexpected and like I said, you know, I would listen to these experts, how to raise the perfect child, you know, in uh, 19, blah, blah. Right. And, you know, the five things you must do. Uh, all my kids went to Harvard, do this. And I would sit there, you know, and, and some of the things they would say, like, anyways, so I was totally on that. And then when, you know, I went tumbling, I wasn't a bad person. I wasn't, um, I wasn't sitting there like, judging others but I really um I was in a place where like oh I'm doing everything perfectly perfect (laughs) so my results will be perfectly perfect and what was so amazing that happened to me with all the destruction and the chaos um when all that didn't happen when the results you know is what do you you know there's so many women out there and families out there who adore their children, who love children, who are doing everything right and they don't get the best results. And no one talks about that. We want to blame right. and fault people, you know, good people. And yeah. there's bad people right. and bad parenting, horrible. And they have perfectly fine results, you know? <laughs> Nothing like get asked Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think... Right. I think it's different for everybody. Everybody has a different result. It depends on, you know, what's going on. But yeah, it's some parents is not doing what they're supposed to do. And some parents is doing what they're supposed to do and still come out like so, so not the results they're looking I'm for. And so some parents was, we take away the crazy. judgment and statements like because when then when I went to go to these lectures or these meetings to try to help myself, most of them were intolerable for me. I would sit there and I'm sitting there I'm telling you, I didn't know if I was going to make it the next day. And I'm listening to these, you know, people coming on stage saying things that are like, you know, it was, it was almost hurtful. It was humiliating. It was like, it, it wasn't helpful. 
you know what I'm saying? It's like giving me running off lists on what yeah. you need to do to be the perfect parent or have the, you know, perfect child or the best results. And it's like, well, then I'm doomed. Basically, I remember sitting there just, you know, and it's like, I, I appreciate all the efforts that come from books that want to help guide like what I'm trying to do. But it's also it's so important it's like where are you coming from so i always make it very clear i'm not coming in as an expert i'm not telling you you know what to do how to do it i just i want to help i want to support you you know i went through challenges or my kids went through challenges or you know all these books that i've written are born from years of working with kids who've suffered through these things and that's where it's coming from you know and that's awesome that is awesome and look where you at now look where your daughter yeah. is at now you know and it took a lot of of hard work and jumping over obstacles and doing this <laughs> and crying and pain and and, and, and all this and look me. where you at now <laughs> oh, <Hello, right>? <laughs> look what yeah. you at now so if, I mean, you, you're doing an amazing job, you're meeting amazing people and maybe this is meant for you. You know how some people will be like, why am I going through all this? And I feel like like nothing's yeah. going to happen good for me, but it's a, it's a place and yeah. a time for everything. And your place and time was where you went to stay and meet great people like yeah. uh, Suzanne and... Uh, Dr. Yeah. Dean Alderson, you know what I mean? And that is the most greatest thing. And look at what your daughter is doing. She had a mentor that knows everything yes. about acting and producing and stuff like that. So it's been an amazing journey for you. I know in the beginning it was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm not going to make this. Yeah. But now yeah. look at you. So if anybody wants to contact you or find the book or however well, the how book can is, they contact uh, for you? sale on amazon so um you know we have kindle version and uh it's it's easy to order and um on you know anybody could dm me on uh, instagram i have my own personal instagram lisa gabrielle laluz and we have uh, miss bonita and friends um ig i think it's mission bonita but either way, if you search, you'll find um, you can find us on social media and uh, we always respond. Um, so, yeah, we'd be happy. We love hearing from fans. We get, you know, it really does inspire us, including parents. We get lots of stuff from kids, um, which is huge because I really do listen because I work for kids. That's my job. <laughs> but parents are very right. important. And I get lots of requests um, to talk about or deal with certain issues. And, and we really listen to everything. So we appreciate any message we get. Awesome. 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 I just want to tell you, Lisa, that you Thank are you. lovely, Lisa. And... I wish you the best of everything that you're doing and Thank your you daughter so as well. And I know that in the future, it's going to be amazing for you. And just keep your head up. No more crying, okay? Well, you know, so- good, but yeah, I hear you. As long as it's in the right, you know, yeah, there's crying and there's crying. You know? Right. 
but amen exactly so thank you so much all right so um it has been such a pleasure talking to you you're amazing and um i just wish you the best and god God bless you you. thank you for having me and uh you know you too thank you for this platform for giving me an opportunity to share and i hope you know i brought you i brought value and and i really appreciate it thank you so much okay okay thank you love you take care